Hello, 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 friends. Welcome to another episode of my podcast. In this week's episode, we're starting a two-part series on confronting fears. Today's part one, part one is centered on the torment of fear. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 18, it says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casted out fear. Pay attention to this next part. It said, Because fear hath torment. Because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Fear hath torment. Part 1 says the torment of fear. Now, I need to let you know that fear is like a slave master. Fear is a monster that likes to put people, you know, under its grip. Fear continually seeks to put men under its yoke, you know. Fear, you know, fear itself is like, let me give you an example. Think about a, a, a giant, you know. Think about a giant, so big, so massive, so huge, you know. And then you have a little boy. You know, it takes courage for the little boy to say, Giant, even though you are big, I have the capacity, you know, to run through you. You know, look at David. David saw that he had the capacity to run over Goliath, you know. However, people in the land, we are afraid because Goliath, in terms of physique, in terms of the attributes, you know, he, he edged past almost everyone in the land, if not everyone okay so fear is a slave master fear is a monster now what are the steps so what can we do to ensure that this monster does not take over our being now fear turns a powerful man to a powerless man in a twinkle of an eye have you ever been in a situation where you be afraid i mean i have been in one you literally you know will be shaking you literally feel like you know your hands are falling off because of fear but i mean is that the plan of god for our life obviously not obviously not but let's ask ourselves the question you know why do we often fear you know why do we often fear why do we often entertain fear why do we often you know kind of find ourselves under the grip of fear i want to say that do we actually fear because we think god does not have the capacity to do things i don't think so I think we fear because we try to paint, you know, pictures of when things go south, like when things do not work. We're like, okay, we try to paint that picture. Okay, what if it does not work? How will I feel? What position will I be in? I think that's the reason, one of the reasons why we fear. We're not afraid because we think God is powerless. No, I think we know that God has the power to do things. However, I think we fear firstly because we try to paint a picture of the opposite thing. Let me give you an, an example. You're trying to start a business and your fear is not about whether God will help you make sales. I don't think that's where the fear comes. I think the fear comes in the fact that you're saying, what if I start this business and nobody patronizes me for the next six months? And as long as that is in your mind, you are enslaved. You may not start that business. Think about it. You know, why is it you've not done what you said you wanted to do? Why is it that you've not, you know, tried applying for that job position? Why is it that you've not tried, you know, that next thing you want to do? It's just because of this. Now, I need to let you know that every form of negativity that you allow in your life will produce a torment. 
every negative thoughts, negative emotions, negative energy you produce in yourself, you know, uh, you allowing yourself, I mean, will produce a torment. And a torment, and what is that torment? That torment is fear. Bible says, because fear has torment. Amen. The second reason why I think we will often fear is because we look at circumstances and conditions. We look, at, we look at circumstances and condition. If David had looked at the circumstances and the condition around him, we would never read the story of a young boy called David who, you know, overthrew Goliath. In the book of Joshua chapter 17 from verse 14 to 18, the Bible talks about how Israelites, you know, were afraid to attack the Canaanites. They looked at their circumstances. They looked at their conditions. Can I say to you, that your circumstances today, your condition today, does not define who you are in God. It doesn't define who you will become. You might be like, I mean, you might even compare yourself right now and say, I'm, I'm just near to, you know, a pauper. That's what you think. But don't let your mind go beyond that. Don't look at your circumstances. We often fear because we look at our circumstances and our conditions. Another reason why I think we often fear is because we lack the love of God. Look at our first John chapter 4, verse 18, the B part, the latter part. He said, He that feareth is not made perfect in love. And how can we be made perfect in love in the love of Christ? Having the fullness and the wholeness of God within us. So Many are times when we lack the love of God, we are afraid. Now, what are the consequences of fear? You know, we've talked about fear being a monster, fear trying to put a man under his grip. We've talked about what are the reasons why sometimes we often fear. What are the consequences? One of the consequences is that we become bound, we become bound. It puts one, as I said, under its grip. It puts one under its grip. And then you can read that from um, Proverbs chapter 29, verse 25. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 25. Now, Proverbs 29, 25 says, The fear of man bringeth a snare. Another consequence of fear is weakness. Weakness. A man becomes jittery. We can see that from Job chapter 4, verse 14. Look at Job. He said, Fear came upon me and trembling. Later, he said, all my bones shake. How can you think about a full-grown man like Job? But that's what fear can do. That's one of the consequences. Weakness. The bones become weak. No motivation. Another, Another consequence of fear is that fear withdraws your will to fight. See, there is a champion in you. There is a fighter in you. But what does fear do? It withdraws that will to fight. And fear releases defeat. In Joshua chapter 2 verse 11, it says, As soon as we heard these things, our hearts did melt. Neither did there remain any more courage. It withdraws that will to fight. And the last thing I want to talk about in the consequences of fear is that fear causes us to disobey God. It can cause disobedience to God. Look at David in 1 Samuel chapter 15 verse 24. He said, I have sinned. He said, Trans- 
later it says, it transgressed the commandments of the Lord. He said, because I fear the people. Fear leads to transgression. Fear bears sin. So, as from today, after this part one, you must, how, can, how should you see fear? You've got to see fear like sin, that I should never go there. You know, you should never go there. This is part one of this series, talking about the torment of fear, making us see why do we what is fear itself why do we often fear what are the consequences of fear and then next week don't miss next week next week we're going to move to uh part two which is centered on moving past fear what are those things i need to do to move past fear or how can i move past fear i have kept a lot of things on hold for years just because i've been afraid how can i go beyond that I started my business because I have been swallowed up by fear. The torment of fear has gripped me. How can I go past there? Don't miss it next week. It's really going to bless your life. And I pray that God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.